following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. When you're wearing the right outfit, it feels good. Like good hair day kind of good. Phone charge to 100% good. Getting dressed can feel just like that when you have a Trunk Club stylist. Because not only do we send you lots of outfits and accessories, we also teach you how to style them. And since we're a Nordstrom company, you know you'll be well taken care of. Look and feel great every single day with Trunk Club. Meet your personal stylist at trunkclub.com. That's T-R-U-N-K-C-L-U-B.com. Welcome to the Forbes Under 30 Podcast. I'm Steve Goldblum, your host. On this show, we speak with young entrepreneurs and innovators. Today, I'm speaking with Pesh D on Skype. She's a Thai beauty queen and transgender model who founded and runs Trans Models, a New York transgender modeling agency. She also created T-Date, a transgender and trans-attracted dating app, and uh, we're really happy to have her here. Pesh, hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? So I want to correct you something. I co-founded T-Date by so the agency. I you co-founded founded T-Date. I co-founded the dating app. Okay. You know, of all the things I thought you were going to correct me on, I'm delighted that that's the one. <laughs> I, I, let me let, let's start with it. Do do people ever are you are people ever worried about tripping up things with you pronouns with you and how do you handle that? For me, most of the time, people don't really. Uh, I don't have a problem with it when it comes to meeting people one on one or like meeting visually at people first. But when I have to go to hospital or something that right. I have to show my ID or passport. So then government I have officials. A problem because, yeah, because my, I have Thai passport and I cannot change my gender marker on my Thai passport. But I'm working on it. I'm, I'm waiting to get green card. Like, I right. think I'm going to get it within six months. Then I'd be able to change my gender marker. Like, I already changed my gender marker right. officially. And you you can't change that on your your Thai ID. Yeah, mm-hmm. correct. Well, I want to learn a little more about you, and let's start with with tell us where you were born and uh, what kind of environment you grew up in. Sure, I was born in Thailand in 1991, and I grew up in a family household where my parents were involved in. Uh, they used to own a big swimming pool in Thailand. So I grew up swimming and exercise every day. So I was very into sport and like an athlete, kind of. Right. But when I was 15, I started to med- medically transition, taking hormone first. because. But I have an idea since I was five. And I felt like that. I didn't feel like I was born in the wrong body, but I felt like, I need to become a woman. I need to be who I am. Like when I was younger, I my mom would take me to monastery and we would stay at a mon- monastery for the weekend. I would do a lot of meditation and I feel like doing meditation would help me connect with my true self. So that's where it all started. It. How old were you when you were doing, when you were meditating? Like starting when I was at like four, five. Tell me a little bit about, I know you attended an all-boys military school in Thailand. But what was that experience like? And just describe for us what that school was like. It was 
hectic for me because I felt like I was a little girl yeah. in that school. Like people would knew that I want to transition because I was very feminine as a boy. Like I wore bar to school and I got bullied a lot. So I trying to protect myself. I started to learn Taekwondo and Thai boxing. Also because my uncle, he was a, one of the top boxing promoter in Thailand. So I, I was able to train with him and his friends so I can protect myself right. against those five. <laughs> it's very hard because I have to prove a lot of people that I, you know, can, you cannot just bully me. I have to stand up for myself. Like even though I told my teachers, my parents, none of them were there with me when when they bully bully me. So it's important for me to be able to protect myself. Pesh, this is really like ideal training ground to enter the New York modeling world. You you really developed a thick skin growing up. It, it sounds like. Yeah, definitely. How did your family? respond when you and if you told them when you were when you were that age that you uh, identified as a girl they were shocked they didn't think that i would transition and i was born you know like chinese in a chinese thai family they are very conservative and they hope and expect me to take care of their business right. so when i came out to them and i asked them would you be willing to pay for my transition expense and they said no <laughs> so i hate the rejection after they told me that i felt like i need to rely on myself i need to go away so i decided to reject my family first just like okay i'm gonna move to new york city like they didn't want me to come but i can't leave at my like my house because they're not gonna financially support me. So after 17, I work on my on my own, like start working on my own and financially support myself. They still support me more like not financially. Emotionally. Emotionally, yes. Well, it's wonderful that you have their emotional support. I'm just thinking like before we get to New York, we're skipping over a huge portion okay. of time from 5 to 17. What was your high school experience like in Thailand? What were your friends like? And uh, just paint a picture for us of what that experience sure. was like. Yeah. So during the high school, so I need to find a supportive group of my friend that they won't bully me. And so I developed having a big group of friends. They are all LGBTQ friends that I met in high school. And they became my cross, cross friend. You know, I would take them to my, my house in Thailand and they would, we would just like play all kind of stuff. Like we would dress up in an all-girls clothes, and we would go out to Disneyland. <laughs> so that when, like, I was first dressed as a girl, like, when I was 16, 17, as a girl to outside with a group of friends. After I finished high school, I started to join beauty pageant. When, after I won different beauty pageants, I tried to get signed by a modeling agency in Thailand. I sent my applications about, like, 15 to 20 different modeling agencies, right. but they would all rejected me and I would got, get depressed and I don't know what to do. I felt like Thailand or Bangkok is not right city for me to live. And at that time, American Next Top Model came out and they have uh, the first transgender contestant and her name is Isis King. And I 
really want to move to New York City because of that. But you won But the Miss yeah, Asia yeah. New York, right? Yes, I when I first moved to New York City, I joined a beauty pageant called Miss Asia New York in 2010 on December, and and I won the the title. What did your family think of that when you won the title so soon after um, moving to New York? They were happy. They were. They always supported me about me joining beauty pageant. They very proud of me, but still they are very like they very conservative. Like every time I right. talk to them, I talk about my my life living in New York City, how much that I have to go through, like yeah. my obstacle and like different like casting when I didn't get cast in in any modeling gig that I. Try really hard. They would tell tell me to come back home. Right, right. And I don't want to do that. And we're taking a quick break. The Forbes Under 30 podcast is brought to you by LifeLock. Is your personal info for sale on the dark web? Monitoring your credit can't show you, but LifeLock sees a wide range of threats to your identity. If something happens, U.S.-based specialists can work to fix it. Go to LifeLock.com, use promo code Forbes, and save 10%. Pesh, how were you treated by the other models when you broke into the scene in New York? First, I didn't really discuss that I was trans. I just want first, I want to be a model. I didn't want to tell people that I'm trans. I get cast, I get booked. Like one gig, like I post my pictures online on like model. It's called Model Mayhem. So I would get requests. By a film producer, a music video producer from Sony, and they asked me to come to the office at Sony, and I I go there, I prepare myself, I brought my books, which mean like my portfolio. They really want me to be in this music video, so I was there. Like I also train in like jazz dance, and so I perform and show them that I can dance, and then they ask this question to me like, where are you from? And I said I'm from Thailand. Right. And he was like, "Are you transsexual?" And I just like stayed quiet. I was like completely shocked, you know, that he fell out because the movie, uh, what it's called, Hangover Two, was just came out, and like when you're from Thailand, like people just questioning that you are trans, like especially like beautiful girls. So I didn't get casted to be on. This music video. So there are many opportunity opportunity that I lost because people fell out through my passport or my ID. It's something that I cannot do. I can't change my ID. So right. I decided that I'm not gonna hide anymore. I just gonna came out publicly in the modeling world that I am trans. So that decision led me to start trans model too. Well, before. You 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 came out with that. You um, didn't you have an experience with Barney's where you actually went through the shoot? I got an email from my friend that Barney's looking for a trans model, so I got cast. One of the seventeen trans people who featured Barney campaign, and it was shot by Bruce Weber, one of the top fashion photographer. In the world, so I was very grateful for that. So after I have this amazing campaign that I done with Bad Pfizer, Smirnoff, Barney's, so I felt like it's the time to have somebody that willing to represent me. So I gather my portfolio and send out different, uh, doing the same thing like I did in Thailand, and mm-hmm. it's 
the result was brutal, you know, like I didn't get accepted in any modeling agency at all. So it was difficult. Well, tell me a little bit about uh, founding Trans Models in, in 2015, the agency. I started Trans Model in 2015 because I've heard so many bad news about trans people who got murders and violent attack to trans people and hate crime. So I felt like that letting trans, uh, like filing modeling agency would help people see trans differently. I just trying to add positive value to trans people, at, like adding something that more what inclusive. Yeah, more inclusive and like changed perspective of people to transgender people. Like even my family, my parents, we didn't understand and trying to reject me first. And it sounds like it started by creating work for yourself, right? But in it, you uh, you clearly have touched a nerve. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, the other people who've joined the the agency? Yeah, it's, I really want to create work for myself and also other trans people in general. Like, I want to form a positive community. Oftentimes, I felt like trans people are trying to compete to each other. And I felt there is a need to have a positive connection to other trans people in the community that would help us get more booking. And I'd be able to shoot. So I take classes at NYU for film and photography. So I shoot my own model and I teach them how to walk and like help build them the portfolio. So when I first started, I represent 19 models. It was a lot to me. So I just mainly helping each individual build portfolio. And when I show them, like be, like when I got cast, I would take them along to, to have like became a raw model. So they would know and understand how I work in front of the camera. Well, this is a great space that you're creating, Pesh. You're becoming the new gatekeeper. Gatekeeper. What does that mean? Gatekeeper means like somebody blocking the gate. Like before the people that were rejecting you from the agencies, those were the gatekeepers. You're becoming your own gatekeeper and for other trans models out there. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, well, you're welcome. I mean, people should be thanking you. What's an example of progress that you've seen since you started this agency two years ago? Two years. I see a big improvement in different fashion magazine and runway that a lot of trans people were being represented in the show and being featured in a magazine it was a huge difference before when i came out that i'm trans a lot of photographers would reject us they didn't when they didn't really want to take photo of trans people at all right so from that to like i get tons of uh, request from photographer and videographer, it was a big difference. And like Nike, we work with Nike, Equinox, and like top fashion photographer like Stephen Mysell, Terry Richardson. Right. I I felt like I I wished for something for so long, and it finally starts happening. It's like oh my god. Sometimes I feel like I live in a dream. 
And we'll be right back after this quick break. Shopping online has its pluses, but also comes with risks. With the holidays fast approaching, here are some tips to help keep your identity and financial information safe. Always use a secure internet connection rather than vulnerable hotspots. Shop on sites with secure payment methods like credit cards or gift cards. Create strong passwords. Be wary of deals that are too good to be true. And finally, avoid phony shopping apps. Here's the thing. Identity fraud costs Americans $16 billion in 2016. If you're only monitoring your credit, your identity can still be stolen in ways you may not detect. Thieves could sell your information on the dark web or get an online payday loan in your name. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. Go to lifelock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Use promo code FORBES, that's FORBES, for 10% off your LifeLock membership. Visit LifeLock.com and save 10% now. Hey humans, David Smalley here from the Dogma Debate Podcast, right here on Podcast One, where we talk about all the things you're not supposed to discuss at work. Religion, politics, abortion, racism, slavery, and that's only when we open the Bible. We discuss Islam, Islamophobia. What does that even mean? We chat with vegans, animal rights activists, and even visit factory farms to see it for ourselves. I invite people from multiple backgrounds to convert me into their worldview. But as long as they're okay with being respectfully challenged, you better bring your evidence. And I never lose sight of how both the left and the right are seeming to lose their minds. So basically, we're solving all the world's problems right here on Dogma Debate. And you've been missing it. Watch our 360 virtual reality videos on the Podcast One app and download Dogma Debate on iTunes, Stitcher, or PodcastOne.com. When you're wearing the right outfit, it feels good. Like good hair day kind of good. Phone charge to 100% good. Getting dressed can feel just like that when you have a Trunk Club stylist. Because not only do we send you lots of outfits and accessories, we also teach you how to style them. And since we're a Nordstrom company, you know you'll be well taken care of. Look and feel great every single day with Trunk Club. Meet your personal stylist at trunkclub.com. That's T-R-U-N-K-C-L-U-B.com. Are you recruiting non-cis models? Are you actively looking for more people? Uh, right now, no. But for the dating app, yes. Oh, for the dating but app. Well, let's talk about T-Date, right? Sure. Tell us, when, when did that uh, idea come to you and how did you execute? How did you pull it off? So uh, the dating scene for trans people is very challenging. It's hard because you can't. First, I was on Tinder and Tinder started to block trans people and including me. Because we just being trans, being who I am, and and I felt like it's not inclusive to really. I feel like they attacking us. They Tinder blocked you. Did you <laughs> yes. How did that? That's messed up. How did Tinder block you? You can Google it online. That like two years ago, Tinder. I think because guys really want to go out with a hot girl and like right. we take good photos. <laughs> and when well, you take amazing photos, <laughs> as we know, when we we discussed that we are trans. They're just scared and like from not knowing and they reported that we like fake use fake photo. So a lot of trans people start getting blocked. Right. So I felt like there's a need to for an app for trans people. So I called found it with his name is Michael Osofsky and he reached out to me through when I first 
uh, star trans model and I always have an idea that some it's it's just aligned with my purpose right. my purpose is to help the life of LGBTQ people Pesh, did you need any capital to get started with the dating app or did you have investors no we don't have an investor I we tried to find an investor I would re- like present the idea to different people different investors and mm-hmm. they would us that the number was so too low that they're not interested they really like the idea that if it uh, that we have scales of like millions of users back then it was like only five thousand today we read thirty thousand users it just you know we it's slow but I felt like we developed a steady user base right and we have six thousand users active online. And how do you ensure that that remains a safe, uh, communicative space for people to join? How can you avoid the experiences that you went through on Tinder and the harassment that you received? Uh, Because people automatically know that we are trans. We marketing that it's a trans dating app catered for trans people and trans attacked trans who like trans people. So we don't have to discuss like came out and told people that we are trans. So people already know that we are trans. Does that make sense? That makes sense. And, and well, tell me a little bit about, Pesh, your decision to go to film school. I decided to go to film school because I, I didn't see a lot of fashion videographers that are trans or female. My passion is about fashion. And because of, like, I try to break into the fashion industry, like, felt like I really want to be a fashion videographer and I uh, shoot some work for La Officiels and different fashion magazines. Actually, I really like shooting fashion more than modeling. So it worked perfectly when I start trans model. Well, is there anything, Pesh, that you're not doing right now that you'd like to be? That I like to be? Go to Hawaii, taking a vacation, going to the beach and like learn how to surf. I don't know. Yeah. I think you should do the next uh, agency, (laughs) the next shooting in Maui. Nice. Thank you so much for the idea. Yeah, I should do that. That's a a win-win. You can write it off uh, through the business as an expense. Smart. Smart, right? Now, what was the experience like being – filmed by Bruce Weber? Did he put you at ease? Did he use music? Can you paint the picture for us? He was so sweet and kind. And we, when we were on set um, in New York City, so he would brought a lot of animals, like owl, iguana, like weird different type of animal. And I had an exotic cat. So I asked him, like, can I bring my cat to do on, to be on a shoot with me tomorrow? And he was like, show me the picture of your cat. <laughs> and I would show it to him, like, you know. And he was yes. like, yes, bring him, bring him to the shoot. And we're so happy. So we ended up doing the shoot in Center Park. So my cat, I, and I would hold my cat around my neck, like real fur. He only used film camera. He have about 20 assistants and he used three different type of camera and his assistant was just like changing the film for him. He just like 
when he grabbed the camera and she's like shooting and <laughs> tell me like beautiful beautiful move this way patch move this way and i was so happy i was in tears uh. to be in front of him and uh the photo came out amazing beautiful i love it i want to work with him again <laughs> i wish barney do another second campaign yes follow-up campaign with trans people what about uh being in sports illustrated oh my god that would be can, great. Can you make a phone call? <laughs> well, I think if we, we can try. We'll, we'll do what we can. Do you know anybody? I think you'd be extraordinary uh, on Sports Illustrated in the swimsuit edition. Right? Like one of the models, trans model, just featured on Playboy magazine. And yes. actually she was on like the bounty campaign with me. And Forbes CEO used to work for Playboy. Right. Okay. So being featured on Forbes, I felt like I was achieved. The sexiness of the yes. play by playmate. Pesh, if you had to describe a mainstream American brand, something like the Gap, oh. is there is there is there a brand that you would like to be on uh, that we should announce on this show <laughs> and try to get their attention? If I want to work with Bruce Weber again, yes. maybe it should be Abercrombie and Fitch. Abercrombie and Fitch, that would be great. Yes. That would be great. And yes. I and would request Bruce Weber. Pesh, you know what we can do? How? Tell No, I'm telling you. You make me so I, excited. I'm, get, I'm excited. What we can do is I'm proposing to do a beach shoot. Beach shoot, beach. Abercrombie and Fitch. And uh, then that gets – then we're working. And then you get to do the shoot. Oh. And then you get the Hawaii vacation. Oh, my God. Yes. This is what we need to do. Oh, my God. Exactly. We need to join forces – and do the uh, the Abercrombie shoot out in Maui, and uh, I, I'll bring a plus one because uh, my fiance loves all those things. Uh, loves uh, style, fashion, and uh, travel. Sexiness, wow! And sexiness, yeah, that's true. Uh, so there you go. Okay. This How is can exciting. You do that? I don't know. Joking, We're, right? Let's work it out. Uh, my producer Laurel has one other question here for you. Actually, she wants to know. Um, is there anything that you, else you want to share about your business? It's very difficult, like running business. Yeah. I really want to encourage people that run their own business to just not give up. You know, there's so many times that I want to just stop doing this because there are so many people that criticize and like didn't really believe in my business or my identity or my expression. So. I want to tell people and myself that to not give up. Well, that's a great that's a great message to communicate. Uh, Pesh, thank you so much. We'll be in touch uh, very soon about uh, our our Hawaiian endeavors and the next uh, sports il- the, the the most important Sports Illustrated uh, shoot that they don't even know that they need yet. <laughs> yes. All right, we're going to do Alone. a lot of damage. Damn. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. That's it for this episode of Forbes Under 30. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to reach out to us with a comment or question, please do so at under30, that's the number 30, at podcastone.com. Hey, everybody. 
I'm Heather Dubrow. And I'm Dr. Terry Dubrow. Every Friday, check out my podcast, Heather Dubrow's World. We also have the Dr. and Mrs. Guinea Pig Show every Tuesday. So don't forget iTunes and Podcast One. Tune in to Dr. and Mrs. Guinea Pig on Tuesdays at Heather Dubrow's World every Friday. Lowe's knows you'll do spring right by saving on what you need to get your garden growing. We do it right, too, with incredible deals during our spring Black Friday sale, like 19-ounce Bonnie vegetable and herb plants, four for $10. And pick up five bags of Scott's Mulch in store only for just $10. Whatever's on your list, hurry in and save during our spring Black Friday sale. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 417 while supplies last. Not valid in Alaska or Hawaii. Scott's offer valid in store only. See store for details, U.S. only. At the border. I'm Ed Donahue with an AP News Minute. At the roundtable discussion today in San Antonio, Texas, President Trump heard something he said he never heard before about life along the border. Many people are dying, and the danger of living here, unless you know exactly what you're doing, is tremendous. This is Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Where are the people in Washington to stand up for these children, these women, these senior citizens? Where are they? Bring them down. Mr. President, let the Democrats come down to Brooks County. Let them come to any of these ranches. Let them see these bodies. Let them see the skeletons. We have the photographs. Attorney General William Barr says he thinks spying did occur on Donald Trump's presidential campaign, suggesting the origins of the Russia investigation may have been mishandled. Scientists released the first image ever made of a black hole, revealing a fiery ring of gravity-twisted light swirling around the edge of the abyss. One scientist said science fiction has become science fact. I'm Ed Donahue.